to the Runner X Podcast, where we talk about all things running. As many runners know, it's 90% mental. So join Coach Valerie and Coach Caroline as we go through the mental side of running. Welcome back to the Runner X Podcast. I'm your host, Coach Caroline, and I'm here with Coach Valerie. Coach, we've been talking lately about, um, we have a really good relationship, the Runner X Method, um, what you teach, the Pose Method, is um, is basically accredited by physical therapists. Um, and yet we have a lot, of, a lot of physical therapists that tell our runners that they are weak in some area or that they're crooked. Can you talk about that, like our relationship with PTs and chiropractors and Sure. So most most runners probably have been to a PT or a Cairo at some point with some kind of running injury. And what happens sometimes, you know, well, let me go with the accreditation. So yes, I do. I do teach pose method. And about five, maybe a little bit more years ago, they got first met first running method to be accredited for physical therapy. And we are very much um, I believe physical therapists are physical therapists and running coaches are running coaches. So I, you know, we don't expect the physical therapy to be the therapist to be your running coach. However, it's so great when you have a PT or a chiropractor um, take the running class and just kind of see the movement of what it is that the runner's trying to do. Because really, why do you go to the chiropractor? You go to the chiropractor to get aligned, right? For alignment, right. to put yourself back in that line. And what we teach in our running is how to hold your line, the same line you need to be aligned in just to stand up. And so say, and then this is what most people will think. So chiropractors are, they're the bone doctors. They adjust the bones and the PT is for the muscles. So a lot of runners will have both. They'll do the chiro to get like a quick adjustment. Then they go to the PT for like muscle pain and what we find is that sometimes, not all the time, but a lot of times that doctor or PT will start to really like, cause you go in with a pain in one area. Mm-hmm. And so then the thought is, well, we're going to work on that area. Maybe, you know, it's your shoulder, maybe it's your hips. So what, what the, what the runner hears is there's something wrong with your hips. You right. have tight hips, <laughs> you have weak glutes, your glutes yeah. aren't firing. Um, you, you know, these things, core. yeah, oh, yeah somebody you, that was right. told after five kids, she had a weak core, right? <laughs> <laughs> you have five kids, you have a strong yeah. core, <laughs> yeah, you're a strong woman. Yeah. And so, and so, and you realize like, that's how they're also trained. I mean, they're yeah. trained to find, you know, to fix that body part. So for example, say a runner has it band pain, which is outer hip pain. Okay. Generally, if they go to the PT, the PT will get the standard exercise is to put a band around somebody and have them walk sideways or do yeah. a clamshell, which by the way, are both great exercises. However, how is that helping me understand what I was doing in my run to create the pain? So we right. have this, we have a system that create that unfortunately focuses on trying to correct where the pain is rather than what is really creating that pain. Because if you say to me, you have weak hips. So, okay, I have weak hips. What am I supposed to do? Well, here, right. do these exercises. And then I go running and my IT band still hurts. Well, do I just have to keep doing these uh, clams until finally I'm out of pain? See right. what I mean? Like, well, what I like to do is do two things is, yes, yeah, sure. Clams are great, guys. Uh, Sideband exercise is fantastic. 
When you run, though, the reason that most people have IT band pain is simply because they are actually reaching their foot to the ground instead of only pulling their foot up. So imagine if I gave you the clam exercise. So you go to your PT, you do your clams, you do your monster walks, you you know, your sideways things. And then you also work on correcting your movement pattern. Well, guess what? Your IT band's going to go away. And then it doesn't mean you should never do clams again, but it means you can use clams as a preventative. Right. And, And the reality is for most of us, it's not that your hips are weak. It's not that your core is weak. You wouldn't be able to stand up. Yeah, that is right. And I mean, I love strength training and I feel like we all need full body strength just to be, you know, to be strong. Mm -hmm. However, it's not a limitation of your movement. Right, right. And I, and I like that idea of if I'm learning something, say the clams and it, and with something else and, or whatever, it helps me get back out there. You don't stop doing it. That's, that's what I think is amazing. One of the things that, that you helped me with, um, and we had, we talked last week about the simplicity of the toe tap. Um, one of the things that I couldn't do after I had my um, knee scopes was I couldn't sit on my ankles, right? I knew you, you were talking about stretching out the ankles and sitting back on your, on your ankles, right? Just sitting down in a simple, you know, on your feet. Right. right. And it took me over a year guys. And it, and part of it was just my body healing. Okay. It was the, it was the muscles and, and basically because it had been scoped, it was, sure. I believe the, the, the pain of the, the, whatever being in, touched, you know, going inside your body. I think it's like, ah! I always think of like little critters going, they invaded. I can't, I have to hide now, but it took over a year, but little by little, just, but like you said, every day I would try to sit down on my feet. Now I can do it. But I also find, like you said, because now that I can do it, I don't do it as much. So I will forget about it. And, um, I'll, I'll feel a little tight. My, 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 um, legs will feel tight or I'll feel a little just out of sorts. And so I'll get down on a commercial and I'll, you know, get down on the floor and I'll sit on my feet and just sit there for like 30 seconds, maybe a minute, maybe two. And it just relaxes my whole body because I forget that I haven't done it. You know what I mean? Because I wasn't trying to learn it again. Oh, I can do it now. You forget. And then you have to keep redoing it. So I I do think it's important to, once you get something that does work for you or that helps you, like you said, to keep doing it for maintenance, right? That's the best part. I mean, if you think about it, there's... Somebody, this is a really funny. So there was a woman I started training and she, her shoulders, she really rounded her shoulders. So I started giving her, of course, exercises, one for strength to hold her shoulders up and then stretches to open her shoulders. Well, after two or three months, it was amazing. Like she could feel it. She could see it. She looked great. And so I said, I'm so impressed. And she said, okay, can I stop? (laughs) I said, well, what do you mean? Can you stop? She said, well, I'm fixed. I said, you're not fixed. (laughs) You're finally where you can hold the right position where your body can actually hold. Now you have to do maintenance work to stay there. But guys, maintenance work is so much easier than recovery work. You know, when you're not need to remember that, I think we need to remember that because we think like she, we all have that same thought, like, can they stop? It's the same with like, if we're trying to eat right, or, uh, we're trying to get, you know, uh, 
prepped for a, a race. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to do everything right for the race. And then now that the race is done, do I stop? Well, technically you really shouldn't, you should keep kind of staying in that training <laughs> mode, right? You should right. still keep doing what you were doing, doing the different, you know, you, you don't stop doing intervals just because you're not training for a race, but it right. is our first thought. It's like, okay, I'm done now, but for true, like lifelong running for true lifelong activity, you want to keep doing a little bit every day. And like you said, it's easier. Yeah. Hit the hot spots. You do something for your foot. I mean, you do some, seriously, you go from the bottom to the top and you hit your major spots and you stay on top of it. And then you start to feel a twinge. You're already ready to, you know, get back on to it. I thought our main thing though, is like, right. So none of us are perfect you know, everybody's got some imbalance or things like that. And the best part is that's okay. Like acknowledge that. And then you work around it. You work with it. You know, like I hear all the time, you know, have one leg short in the other. I, this size weaker. This size is one I hear. I hear, I mean, whatever I hear. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, it's, I don't know why we we all know these things and I'm saying, okay, that's fine. So if you have flat feet, that means we've got to do extra glute work and extra footwork and not a ton of it. You know, it's just that you actually have to be way more dedicated to being more consistent with your glute work and your footwork. You know, very important. My husband's flat footed and he's fine. He runs in Mm -hmm. flat shoes, no problem. But we had to do that. We had to really work on his line. And, um, and, and same thing. If you ever go, we had a, when I, the first gym I ever worked in, we had a chiropractor that would come in once a month and people would walk in and he'd be like, oh my God, you're so crooked. <laughs> and he said it to every single person. And because I worked there, of course, I knew him. And he said, he go, and he's to be fair, he said, well, they are crooked. And I was like, I know, but you immediately make them feel so self-conscious. <laughs> you know, I mean, right. It's like, oh my yeah. gosh, what? what's wrong with me? Fix it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So then he's like, okay, yeah, it'd be three times a week for the next six weeks. <laughs> and so we're oh, always it, like, no problem in using Kairos and PTs is absolutely for maintenance, yeah. for tune-ins, of course. But really, you've got to work on your own movement and your own awareness of your movement. That's the best. Well, and I think, uh, and we've mentioned this before, like if I go to a doctor, it's usually because it's if I'm going for my annual fine, maybe I'm going because I feel fine and it's maintenance and that's wonderful. But if I'm going because I'm not feeling well, he's going to find out what's wrong with me so that I feel better, right? The same is true if I go to a chiropractor or I go to a, a PT because I'm injured. Of course, they're going to, and I, it sounds, and not to say sales as a bad word, they're going to sell you a package, right? But yeah. the hope and the idea is that with this package, I'm going to, I'm going to fix this immediate issue and maybe get you into a habit where you can maintain it. Because right. if you do maintain it, if you do say, okay, well, I'm not coming to you any longer because I'm in pain, I'm coming to you to stay out of pain. You're going to, you're not going to be coming to them with some acute pain down the road. You might have a niggle here or there, but they'll be able to fix it much faster. And so I think that's what we have to realize is that even we as 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 running coaches, we're we're we might say, yes, you look great when you're running, but we still want you to work with us. We're never going to say, oh, don't work. You don't have to work with a coach. Like that's <laughs> the point of what we do is great. You look great. You look fantastic. You, your, your running form looks fantastic. You I, just, and that same token, you saw me run shuttle runs the other day and you were very sweet to say, oh, you're looking great. 
I am very sure that if I was in just, no, let's actually do a gait analysis. Let's like, let's record me run. I'm quite certain you could have found quite a few things that were wrong with my form at that time. But had I improved since the last time you saw me? Absolutely. Was I, was I maintaining something that was, you know, you're like for what you were doing, you were maintaining good form. Absolutely. You know, it's it. But the point is, is that if I came to you and said, but Valerie, my knee hurt or my, 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 um, hip was hurting me when I ran, we would have looked at it and you would have said, now I need you to work with me every week or whatever. We need to do this in a more consistent basis because that's the point of it, guys. The point of it is to get you well and keep you well. Thank you for joining us on the RunRx podcast. If you'd like to know more, join us at www.runrx.fit. And if you have additional questions that you'd like answered on the podcast, email us at support at runrx.fit. 